Hello, this is Dennis Thomas with Things That Matter, where we speak about everything from faith to finance and all things in between. So I was listening to a podcast recently called TED Talks, and I'm back to listening to my TED Talks. I'm happy about that. And TED, by the way, stands for Technology Entertainment Design. In the beginning of their podcast, they speak to a participant, and the participant says, I didn't know that that's what it stood for, and I didn't know either, but... This podcast is great. They always bring up very interesting topics, things that I like to listen to, and always something that uh, you're able to learn a lot of information from. And one of the topics that they touched on was sleep. And the thing that caught my attention was the idea that a third of our lives are either sleeping or attempting to sleep. And we think about that. One third of our whole life is going to be done sleeping. And it just dawned on me what a, first off, it's a very important part of our lives that sometimes we don't always think about. I think for those that maybe are not getting enough sleep, that might be something they think about more. But those that are, it's probably not uh, at the top of your mind. But if we think about certain important parts of our lives, sleeping would definitely be up there. That's something we need in order to survive, like we need food, similar to how we need water to survive. But a third of our lives are done sleeping. And sometimes you think, oh, when I'm sleeping, nothing's happening. But there's a lot of things happening, a lot of things that are going on in our brain that probably cannot ordinarily happen if we were awake, because it would probably require too much energy to uh, accomplish. So... We have our body working behind the scenes as we're sleeping, as we're in this uh, zone, our circadian rhythm, as we're in that deep sleep REM, right? Our body is doing some work. But we see here, businessinsider.com says that 40% of people sleep less than the recommended seven to nine hours a night. So we know that this exists. If we kind of go through some of the recommendations here. Now, I have uh, a young child at home. We have a two-year-old, a five, and a seven. But if we think about newborns, they need to sleep 14 to 17 hours per day. It's a lot. And for all of us that have had newborns at home, we understand, yeah, they do sleep a lot, for sure. Now, we think about 12 months, 10 hours, plus a four-hour nap, so they're still up there with the amount of sleep that's required for them to survive and also to develop properly. Two-year-old, so this is a stage that I'm at, 11 to 12 hours plus one to two-hour nap. So I would say our little Avery gets a two-hour or one-hour nap during the day. And she probably goes to sleep around 6.30 and wakes up around that time. So she's probably falling in line with that 12-hour sleep plus uh, a nap. Three to five years old, 10 to 13 hours. So we have a five-year-old that I would say definitely gets a 13-hour sleep, which is kind of interesting. So she is hitting the, the peak of the amount of hours uh, that, that are required for that age. Six to 13, nine to 11 hours. So we have a son that's seven. And I would say he goes to bed around eight o'clock and wakes up at... 6 or 5.30, so 
Yeah, he's getting his uh, a little bit on the lower end. And then 14 to 17 years old, 8 to 10 hours. And then adults, that would be us, right? Or maybe there's kids listening to this. 7 to 9 hours of sleep. Now, one of the things that we see here is our body is still going through changes while we're sleeping. And it's doing a lot of work. Um, some of the, the information that I was able to do research on shows that our brain sweeps themselves clean of toxins during sleep. So when we're sleeping, it, it clears out these harmful toxins that may reduce the risk of Alzheimer's. So we see sometimes where people that aren't getting enough sleep, there are a link to certain types of diseases that they have because as we're sleeping, the body, as we know, is going through a process. Uh, Dr. Megan Niedergaard, who's a professor of neurology at the University of Rochester, said it's like a dishwasher. This is how he explains sleep because what it's doing is it's sweeping clear of any harmful toxins the same way a dishwasher would as it's going through its cycle, cleaning the dishes and washing away any of the dirt. And this could explain, like he says, why we don't think clearly after a sleepless night. And all of us have been down that road before where either we are, maybe we had that newborn, or maybe we had a late night, and we wake up the next day, and we're not clear-headed. And we don't always make those uh, right decisions because we're not thinking clearly. And so we see here that Alzheimer's and other diseases associated with dementia linked to sleep disorders. So we see that uh, the, we right now don't necessarily have a cure for Alzheimer's and, and some of these dementia-related diseases. But I think about one of these physicians that I used to call on while I was in pharmaceutical sales. And he was a primary care physician. So he saw a, a random or a variety of different types of diseases. And he would tell me that all people need to do is sleep because that is the cure to a lot of diseases that he sees and ailments that he sees. So sleep has that benefit where it's going to really sweep our body, our brain in particular here, of harmful toxins while we're asleep. And what I was reading is that the brain really can't do this as well when we're awake because it would require too much energy. So it does it while we're sleeping, while we are in that uh, dreamland, our bodies are working overtime. It's so interesting because it's not something that you think about. But you see here that this is the benefit of sleep and the, the purpose, uh, one of the purposes of us getting enough sleep. Sleep also consolidates memory and learning. You know, there's different studies out there that show that getting more sleep led to higher performance than training more and sleeping less. And they've done studies with tennis players, with swimmers, and they realized that those sports athletes that are able to get more sleep perform better than those that get less sleep and more training. So we see here, the again, the, the, the benefit of being able to get those seven to nine hours that is so crucial for us. And then if you're a child, my wife has always been a proponent of making sure that the kids follow a bedtime regimen because she values that sleep. And now we see something I didn't know, but just some of the benefits that, that come with uh, being able to get enough sleep.
It also, believe it or not, prevents migraines and other headaches. So multiple studies show that people who don't sleep enough are more likely to suffer migraines. And for those out there that do suffer migraines, I know that feeling where you just want to close your eyes, you want to probably go into your bed, go into a dark place, and be able to release that pressure and remove that pressure. And we also see that it's the best way to stay fit. People who sleep less are more likely to be obese. There's a study done that followed 500 people for 13 years. And what they concluded here is that people that slept less than seven hours per night were seven and a half times more likely to be overweight. And this is even after controlling for physical activity, family history, and demographic factors. So we're seeing here that sleep not only will increase your performance, and this is, uh, will increase your performance even more than those that are training more, but it also could prevent from dementia-related diseases like Alzheimer's, it can prevent migraines, and it allows you to be a little bit more healthy physically because those that are getting less than that seven to nine hour recommended sleep turn out to being more obese. So I think we all know that there are true benefits, and here we're seeing examples of that. I was reading an article recently, and the Dallas Mavericks, the NBA basketball team, that uh, are run by Mark Cuban, he owns that team, and uh, sometimes you could see Mark Cuban on TV uh, with this with the show that he has. And Mark Cuban right now is working with uh, a company that is trying to help his team perform better. And this company is called Fatigue Science. And what they're doing is they're tracking their players. They have them wear these black bands at night. The bands are going to track their sleep habits to see are they getting the right or correct amount of sleep, the appropriate amount of sleep that they should be getting at their age. And what is the correlation between their performance? Because what they're showing here is that if they're getting the right amount of sleep, let's just say they're getting six and they're trying to push them to eight, they want to show them that getting eight hours could improve their reaction time. So you see here that they're starting to use technology to try to help people reach those levels that they need to achieve uh, in order to perform at their peak. And I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I think that's cool how uh, athletes you know, are trying to perform at an elite level and they're doing everything that they can to help them get there. And for our lives, it's the same thing. We want to perform at an elite level as a parent, as an employee, as an employer, as a Sunday school teacher. We want to be able to perform at an elite level. And this is one of those ways that we're able to do that. Being careful, being intentional, being thoughtful, right, about things that are going to be beneficial for us long term. I try to be aware of that. If I have, let's say, a night or two where I didn't get enough sleep, I try to make sure I go to bed early so that I can get the right amount of sleep. It's funny. My brother and sister and I grew up in a household where there was no coffee drinking. So I know I need to get my sleep because I'm not drinking coffee in the morning. (laughs) I don't have any desire to drink coffee. So uh, making sure that I get the right amount of sleep so that I could wake up feeling refreshed 
with a smile on my face, getting ready to go to work, and I'm not yawning, I know that I could stay focused. And especially if I have to get ready for an event the next day, and I'm presenting, or I'm running a workshop, or I'm teaching, I knew I know I need to get to sleep. And now I have enough, even more information to back that up because I know I'll perform better with sleep. I know over the long term it's going to help me because it prevents migraines, prevents Alzheimer's, prevents me from being obese. So I know that this will also allow me to be physically fit. And it does repair, which that part I knew about. If you're working out, if you're playing sports, you want to be able to repair your body and sleep will allow you to do that. And generally speaking, I'm able to get my eight hours of sleep generally healthy. I do credit that to being uh, able to sleep. And, and a lot of that also is being able to have that peace of mind where you can put your head down and you can sleep and you don't have other thoughts going through your mind. And that's another thing that I want to touch on when we speak again is how do we get ourselves to sleep so we want to get to sleep we want to abide by that rule that rule of thumb that says you should get seven to nine hours of sleep but for some reason we can't because thoughts in our minds are preventing us from getting there and so what does it take for us to be able to get that sleep and how can we overcome that obstacle and that's something that I want to touch on for the next episode because I think that's important. And I think there's people out there that fall in that category that want to get the seven to nine hours they plan for it. And it's just not able to happen due to thoughts in their mind, maybe due to stress. And I've been there before as well. And so I'll speak about some of the actions that I've taken to try to overcome that, uh, but also other ways for us to be able to achieve that sleep so that we can not be in that group, not be in that 40% that Business Insider says do not get the recommended amount of sleep. So so with that, get sleep tonight. Think peaceful thoughts. Know that your brain is working overtime. Know that your brain and your body care about you. And that's a good thing, Right? In order for us to care about others, we need to care about ourselves the most. And that gives us the ability to spread the love to others. And that's what we want to do, right? Spread that love. So thank you for listening. Thank you for checking in. I always have fun doing this. And I know that you have fun as well, which is why you come back every time. Thank you. Have a good evening.